Welcome to the Carr Brothers with Jeff, Jack, and Jody Carr. They talk about current events, politics, community, and business. Take it away, boys. Hi there, and welcome to our broadcast with the Carr Brothers live on Facebook, on Carr Brothers, Jeff, Jack, and Jody, and on CHCO. I'm Jack Carr. And I'm Jeff Carr. And I'm Jody Carr. And on this edition of Facebook Live, broadcasting on CHCO-TV in Charlotte County on Bell Alliance 5, Channel 26, and on Bell Satellite across Canada on Channel 539. Boy, we have a great show tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll yes, be chatting with we'll be chatting with Stanley Cup champion from New Brunswick, Jake Allen of the St. Louis Blues. It's also Father's Day this weekend. It's pretty much a national holiday. And uh, we'll also have some uh, we'll have some COVID update as well, of course. Okay, well, let's get right into that right off the bat. There, a little bit about COVID update, uh, Jeff. Uh, you're more in uh, in the know, I guess. Uh, is there going to be more openings this week? Or? Well, well, that's what we're working on right now. Um, I think uh, last week's press release or the week before, we talked about June 19th and uh, possibly opening up so that. Uh, uh, people that live outside the province can come in to New Brunswick if they own property and self-isolate on that property for the two weeks. Um, so now we're really trying to figure out putting the parameters and the wording around that and how people, uh, you know, get the permission to do that and be able to come in. So, uh, you know, is it a cottage? Is it a second house? Is it a camper trailer on a lease lot somewhere? So we've got to really, uh, Put the wording together so we've been working on that this week and just to get it right keep it simple for people uh, most other provinces are uh, wide open really uh, some mm-hmm. provinces have no restrictions at the borders us and pei newfoundland i think uh, have the most restrictions at the borders right now and then the self-isolation piece when people come in the two weeks uh, some provinces have zero uh, 14 day restrictions or guidelines. So we're just trying to continue to open a little bit as time goes on and, and public health feel that we've, uh, we're still managing well. And even though there was an outbreak in Camelton, uh, they feel that they've got that mostly under control or under control so that uh, we can, you know, do testing and contract mm-hmm. tracing. So it's just an evolution of more openings and um, as we progress and then uh, later in, uh, probably not this month, but, uh, you know, as time gets closer in July, uh, province of Nova Scotia and PEI want to get together and have an Atlantic Canada thing. So we have to figure out how we do that and do it safely and continue to wash your hands, uh, and don't touch your face this is the best advice. Just continue to wash your hands and wear a mask if you're out in densely populated areas. So it's pretty simple that way. And we just continue to manage it and, Enjoy our summer in New Brunswick as best we can. I think it's some great ideas people are talking about going around the province and doing some different things. And yeah, so it's just great. Just wondering how confident are we that the Campbellton situation is contained? Um, I had a briefing tonight from public health and they feel very confident that it's contained. Um, They know there's be some more possibly cases trickle in, but they don't feel that it's uh, an issue where it'll spread uncontrollably if there is some cases uh, we've said all along that there will be cases popping up here and there. It's uh, it's inevitable, um, but we want to be able to open up the summer as best as we can before the next wave comes. And 
you know, enjoy our freedoms and our liberties that we have here. Right. And get back to somewhat normal. I don't, whatever your normal is um, before the next wave comes and, and be able to manage that wave when it comes. So we've got, they said, we've got uh, a large uh, stockpile of tests uh, that we can go to, to do rapid testing, um, the swabs and things like that, just a huge stockpile. And they continue to go out and uh, su- supply more or buy more and purchase more, procure more. So, which is really good to hear. They, they, they feel really confident there, public mm-hmm. health. And Dr. Jennifer Russell tonight was at the meeting and, you know, they've, they laid it right out. What, what is, what's happening in other provinces, you know, how they're opening up, uh, you know, how the other provinces feel they're containing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, most provinces feel that they're on the downslide now on the other side, even though there seems like big numbers in some of them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately they are contained mostly to long-term care homes, but um, that's where they are. They don't feel that they have the community spread like there is we see down South, right? Some of those yeah. big cities where <clears throat> people are, the numbers are still going oh. over Brazil where it's catastrophic in those places. But uh, it's because we took the early precautions here and, uh, people went along with the guidelines and took it serious in New Brunswick, and so you good behavior, you get you get uh, rewarded with good behavior, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what are you guys seeing or, or hearing or thinking? People are ready for the next step, for the most oh, part. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm seeing more people wearing masks. Like uh, in my opinion, I'm seeing more people than the previous week. So every week, people are becoming more comfortable. Uh, wearing masks, I've seen that more. So that's good because the more we can do that, then hopefully things will uh, open up more. So, mm-hmm. but people are upbeat. I mean, it's what nice weather out. I know what I'm hearing is it's very hard uh, to people are sort of snatching up uh, side by sides, uh, anything to do with the outdoors, <laughs> um, you know, patio furniture, uh, um, uh, boats, even they're hard to come by and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of outdoors Travis taking place. RVs. RVs. Well, boys, I finally got my back deck finished. I got to tell oh, you the hey, update on that. Hey, my hey. goodness gracious. It's it's News quite a large week. It really is. My And my back is some <laughs> sore. But anyways. Uh, I bet you Kristen's have been sore too. So. Yeah. And uh, and so we're having a little birthday get together for Maddie with, uh, with her family. She turned 14 yesterday. Oh, my boys. goodness. So we're all set, mm-hmm. I think, uh, as I look out the window there and I see the the work done home hardware on rest goose road that tanya rocca and the staff there have just been excellent and uh giving me all the pointers after i i pressure washed i sanded you guys helped yeah i i pressure washed again and i used wood restore when she told me she said yes. you gotta use wood restore i said really another thing i gotta do oh my gosh <laughs> no she said i'm serious anyways i put that on it just brightened it right up opened up the pores mm. and i'm sure it's going to last at least two years oh perfect <laughs> that's great <laughs> two years man <laughs> carry on <laughs> yes, exactly exactly well we're really looking forward to maddie's uh, maddie's birthday uh you know 14 years i mean it's just hard to mm-hmm. believe hard to believe the age and just growing right up Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, I know we were going to talk about the graduates at some point. Oh, yes. and just yes. everybody's graduating. The little boys and girls are grown right up to, from whether it's grade 12 graduation or grade eight advancement or grade five advancement, or maybe it's kindergarten advancement. I mean, you know, <laughs> community college and university, but the schools have really, um, you know, have really uh, put on what they could in the circumstances and families and the pictures are on Facebook, but almost like we're all there, you know, and, uh, 
there's yeah. been different distancing and signs out the front of the building and yeah it's uh, it's been it's been good to see what about you guys well yes i mean uh people have been creative they've been uh, resourceful they've been following different rules and uh, having those graduations i mean it's a lot of years for parents as we've you know well joe not you yet but uh, we've been through and high school graduation <laughs> and it's bittersweet, you know, and emotional mm -hmm. for, for the parents going into this next phase. So I just want to congratulate all the students, the parents, the teachers, uh, all the support staff and volunteers uh, for making it possible for this year's grads to be able to still have your graduation. I know Hunter, he wasn't able to have his graduation in Fort McMurray uh, back a mm -hmm. few years ago because of the forest fires. So, mm -hmm. and then he had moved uh, when it came time for the later on that year to have their grad. But so he knows what it's like to, to have to change things up a little bit, but just want to congratulate all those and send best wishes to all those students and Jeff. Oh yeah. Uh, just seeing the pictures and how the, the schools are being so innovative and creative to, to get the diploma and the, and the certificates in the hands of the, the graduates. I know uh, here in our house, we have two nieces, Hannah and, and Madeline that graduated this year and just hard to believe watching those two girls grow up in the young ladies and, uh, you know, we all have, uh, going through school, have challenges and different things like that, you know, different days, it's hard, there's struggles, but you know, they, they scratch their way through and just wonderful young women, their parents, their moms and dads, uh, you know, did a great job with them and, and, uh, just proud of them. Kathy and I are really happy for the two of them and, uh, to see them beautiful gowns on last night on the photos. Oh, they're just, they're just gorgeous. Touches just grown, your, just, oh, it really does. Uh, They've grown right up and, um, it's at your heart. Strings. I know, I know. And my, uh, my oldest Taylor, she's going into grade 12 next year. And just, mm. she just reminds me, Taylor reminds me of them, you know, um, uh, Hannah and, uh, Madeline, just cause Madeline. the same, same, same build and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, you, if you're tuning in or just tuning in, you know that tonight's show is an exciting show because we have uh, Jake Allen, who's uh, who'll mm -hmm. be joining us uh, momentarily. And we're looking forward to that. And uh, mm -hmm. so we really appreciate it. And plus, make your comments uh, uh, known, uh, your suggestions, your feedback, <laughs> your ideas. Uh, what, Jack? Oh, we have a message there from Dean Palmer. Wonder oh. if you can answer your phone. I'm sure it's in general, a general statement. So I didn't know we were going to get heckles. I didn't know we were going to get Oh, heckles. oh, oh, oh. Well, see, it's sometimes he calls under uh, unknown caller actually all the time. So I saw that. I put that on decline. I was going to be talking about decline. you guys because he we doesn't should, call me. We should put him on, eh? Put him yeah, on. We should. Uh, we should. I'll give him a call back here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yes. Answer your own phone there, Dean he, Palmer. He must have called and realized since I never answered that we must have been doing the show. So he so he tuned in here, right? He says yes. no right now. Oh, I, I want to just want a shout out to a wonderful lady. Uh, she just joined us. She's watching here, Teresa Butler and Hoyt. Oh yeah, uh, seventy-five years young. Uh, yeah, love her to death. I wish I could have just run right in and give you a big hug, but uh, not allowed. But someday we'll we'll get you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Oh, you saying happy birthday? <laughs> I don't know. If, oh, he says he's calling had, now, Palmer. If we had karaoke version, maybe we could sing uh, happy birthday. Well, yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah, well, we're... we're I'm yeah. only at 1% on my phone. Oh, boys. Oh, oh. Hope you're not, you know, hope you're not streaming with your phone. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so as we, uh, you know, as you know, we, we broadcast earlier. Uh, we're going to have Jake Allen on. A quick interview we had. We pre-taped it earlier today, obviously. And, uh, just what a great
great guy, eh? Oh, uh, please. Uh, yeah. Down to earth and salt of the earth, humble, uh, you know, and and has reached the the uh, the top of the NHL with hoisting that Stanley Cup in downtown Fredericton last year at Officer Square. It's just big feeling, you know, just it was great. And the kids that were there last year watching that and seeing that cup, it was just unbelievable. A role model for, uh, you know, all the, the young hockey stars up and coming that oh, that's right. have and dreams young and, and, young and you heart. can do it. Yeah. And, and then you can do it. Look, Jack, you're playing on Tuesday night still, Jack, you, you know, there's always, you got a dream. And I'm getting better every week too. Um, <laughs> and what really inspired me is when we had our family uh, annual hockey game there at uh, Grant Harvey Center uh, this year, last December, and I got to play nets, and that's all I could think of was Jake holding that Stanley Cup up. But I'll tell you, I went down once, just with that one practice uh, during the warm-up, and I knew it was going to be a long one hour just by, after I got up after the first time. That's not easy. That's hard. Oh. That's hard to do. Vicki Howarth, she, she's got a question, and the answer is me. Mm-hmm. Well, what, is this who... Jeopardy? No, is this Jeopardy? Do I have to come up with a question? Is that what I yeah, got to do says, now? Uh, she says, Hogarth, uh, Vicky says, which one of the Carr brothers would you say is your mom's favorite? That's a good one, Vicky. That's I answered first, so I guess yeah. the first answer is it, right? So, no, I don't. Mom never did pick a favorite out of the buzzer. three of us. Hey, she never really picked a favorite. She treated us all the same, and um, I believe that's the way I feel. I don't know. Maybe you guys think I am the favorite. I don't well, know. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it's, you know, there's, there's uh, pluses and everybody and yeah. And it's too bad. We, we should try to call and get mom on sometime again, because that was a big hit. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, Oh, maybe Vicky has some questions from my mom. Should I call my mom and get uh, Vicky to ask the questions? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez, Which, geez, she's right full of questions. Which brother was the best student? Well, I'll Wasn't tell you me. what. Now I start getting her on the phone, eh? <laughs> what do you mean, Vicky? Um, Vicky, uh, uh, on uh, on Vicky's show, she said that uh, she has a, sh- a show and she wants us to go on the on her show sometimes. So I said, yeah, yeah. that'd be great. She can an- ask some of those questions like that, and that'd be great. Yeah, so, save your fun. questions. Well, he raised the Stanley Cup last year for the St. Louis Blues, as we mentioned. Fredericton's Jake Allen. Earlier today, as Jeff mentioned, the Carr brothers had a chat with Jake, who is home in New Brunswick until the NHL training camps open up. So let's uh, hear that interview, and we'll be uh, chatting right after that. And we're very pleased to have NHL Stanley Cup champ from the St. Louis Blues, Jake Allen. Hi, Jake. Thanks very much for joining the Carr brothers. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're very, very happy to have you. I know you're busy, and uh, you got lots on the go and that sort of thing. What have you been doing uh, during uh, these days during COVID? Uh, you know, obviously a lot of, a lot of time at home, like everyone else, but you know, a lot of, a lot of time with my daughters and my wife and, uh, glad to be back in New Brunswick, obviously, uh, during this, these, uh, trying times and, yeah. uh, keeping busy and, you know, getting out, doing a little bit of fishing now and the, you know, the, the laws are re- relaxed a little bit and, um, honestly just spending a lot of time at home and it's been nice because this past season we spent a lot of time on the road and, uh, trying to enjoy it a bit. Yeah, well, uh, I know, I mean, you they must keep you pretty active, the, the girls, because you don't look to be too, you know, you look still in shape and you don't look to be fat in the cheeks or anything like some of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're busy. They're busy. They're three and two and, uh, you know, they're uh, they're enjoying this nice weather we're getting now and we're on the water and, uh, and having a good time. And awesome. And you're doing a little bit of fishing, you mentioned. So that's going good. Yeah. Yeah. Getting out when you can and, um, you know, fishing here at our, our place. And then I have yeah. a little, little camp over on the Miramichi and, 
had over, been over there a few times and uh, got some spring salmon and just went on a nice little trout trip. And uh, so it's been good that way. It's been good to get out and enjoy it. Well, and like many other people, uh, they're doing staycations right here in New Brunswick. And there's some awesome scenery, as you know, getting out and doing some fishing. Yeah. You know, I, it's for me, when I come back home, I don't need to travel very far to get some great fishing and great scenery and great spots to go. So, uh, you know, we're very fortunate and I think you got to try and find a positive in on this whole, uh, on all these times, you know, and I think sticking around New Brunswick and exploring places that you've never seen or never been and, uh, is a great idea. Okay, boys, we want to jump in there. Yeah, well, definitely, uh, Jake. Now, um, you're quite well known for your um, classic uh, golf tournament um, and your charity work for New Brunswick. Also, the uh, Resilience Fund. Um, I know you've supported uh, also uh, the John Beach Foundation and other um, charities in New Brunswick. But tell us a bit, a bit about that status update. Yeah, um, the Jake Allen Classic is postponed this this summer, which is unfortunate. But uh, most most events are, and um, you know we feel we put on a great event, and we wouldn't be able to do it with the restrictions that we have this year. And so we postponed it to twenty twenty one in August. Again, we already have a tentative date at Kingswood. So yeah, you know it, it was been it's been a great event. It's been supported so well locally that. Um, it sort of runs itself now, you know, it's, it's great. We're, we're basically 90% of the same people annually every year. Uh, you know, we've raised over $330,000 so far and for local communities and organizations around the province. And we sort of spread out the money. Um, we've had an application process. We've selected them, uh, you know, within our committee, uh, this year's beneficiary is supposed to be the Chalmers Foundation. Um, we're helping build a, a play center in the pediatric wing, uh, which is a big portion of our donations last year. We're towards that, and that was going to be our full portion this year. Uh, so they will be our beneficiary next season or next year, sorry. And, uh, you know, looking forward to getting getting them and getting that uh, structure up and going. And it's, it's been a process for them, but I think it'll be a great addition to the hospital in that wing. And um, in the Resilience Fund, you know, it, it was something me and my wife, Shannon, we, we sat down and when we got back and uh, we had a quarantine for two weeks when we were back. So we were stuck right in the house. So we were thinking a lot on, you know, on what to do and or what can we do? And we reached out to a few people and we sort of brainstormed uh, with Steve Burns and Kevin Johnson and um, came up with this idea. And actually it was, it came from an idea Shannon saw in St. Louis. They, they did a similar type of a fund, which seemed to work very well. And, uh, we put our minds together and made it happen. And, you know, Steve and uh, obviously is a great local leader and, uh, in the community and, um, pulled, pulled some strings and, you know, it, I thought it went really well. And, oh. you know, we raised the $200,000 very quickly. And obviously with the match from Steve Burns's wife, Sarah's fund, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helped extremely, but, uh, to be able to see the community give back in these times when maybe people are laid off or, uh, work isn't as busy as it usually is. It was amazing. So those two uh, events, um, you know, are going great uh, without flaws and hiccups and we're very fortunate. So um, is the resiliency fund continuing or is that? Um... It's, it's still open. Yeah. If, if people would like to apply, you know, we've, uh, we've given out, I can't put exact number. I have to look at our numbers, but probably 80% of the 85% of the money that we've, we've, uh, collected over the time. So we still have a few, 
a bit of money left, but uh, we've reached out to some big businesses, uh, hotels, things like that, to basically say to the employees, if you were affected during these times, here's the application, you need to apply, fill it out, and we'll get you uh, get you what you need. So uh, there's still a bit left, so we're still trying to trying to figure ways to, to get a few more people to apply, so we'd love to be able to see it. So people hear on this, and then go on and go to our Facebook page at the Res- Predator Resilience Fund, and fill out an application if you've been affected by COVID. Um, there's still some money to give. Well, it's been awesome how you've uh, stepped up on that, but also what you have been doing throughout your career and before then, uh, supporting local charity. How how important is that to you in New Brunswick and, of course, in St. Louis and other places? Yeah, you know, the majority of my charitable work has been here in New Brunswick because the way I see it is I'm, I'm on a platform for the time being um, until I get too old and I can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, so in, in, in reality, unfortunately, there's not many hockey players that come from New Brunswick. So I feel like my platform is even higher and I can try to make a difference that much more, especially in the Fredericton area. So um, I have a window of opportunity here to give back uh, while I'm still playing. And um, that was just my thought process behind it ever since I turned pro and, and went into the NHL in 2012, 13, I, I said, you know, I got to find a way to give back and thought about it for a couple of years and then uh, created program 34, which is uh, my nonprofit organization. And um, that's where everything funnels through. And, you know, it, it's, it's a simple thing because, you know, if I was in Toronto or somewhere else, it'd be a little bit more difficult. There's uh, so many things mm-hmm. going on, but here I have an opportunity to do it in the right manner and in a good manner and try to make a difference. Well, Jake, um, when you speak about being on that platform and using your opportunities and your contacts, it's uh, so real. I think about the late, great Danny Grant, and he continued to give back uh, right on until his last days. And and you're following his footsteps as our our local hero, make it to the NHL. It's even harder now, I think, to get there. Uh, you, you know yourself and anybody that's been through the minor hockey system, it's a real challenge. So what have you been doing this spring, I guess, during COVID to, to remain in game shape or to stay in game shape because the playoffs are coming up. Um, uh, the pressure obviously is immense. So how is you? how are you and your teammates do, you know, handling this being apart but needing to train together? Yeah, you know, it's definitely been tough. But um, I think if I stayed in St. Louis, this would be a completely different story. But I'm fortunate here back home, I have a gym at my house. Um, so I don't have to go anywhere to work out. And obviously when things are closed, that would have been a different story. But I'm very fortunate that way. And, you know, some guys in the NHL and on our team haven't had access to things. Unfortunately, it just depends where you are in the world. If you're mm-hmm. in St. Louis, every every community and county has different laws and restrictions. And some guys have an apartment or a condo. And so this has hit guys in, our, in the NHL a lot different um in different ways i guess you know like for me i have a gym at our house i've been i've had access to it you know i have space i can run i can get out some guys some guys don't and that's just the reality of the situation and that's just the way it is and um you know i know the guys are chomping up a bit to get back because there's more talk about playing and nothing's still finalized yet uh they still have to come to agreements on some things um so hopefully they can get that done and we can get training camp rolling and then roll into this playoffs but uh still some things to be done so 
um, staying in shape as best I can. Obviously, no ice right now until I head back to St. Louis. So this is definitely the longest I've been off the ice before. Uh, I think everyone in the NHL has. You know, some guys are slowly getting back on, but. Well, Jake, I mean, we'd be more than happy. Um, you know, we've got a little bit of uh, hockey experience. Joden, I, a little less than Jeff. Jeff has lots of hockey experience. But, hey, when the, op- when the uh, ice opens up, we'd be more than happy to uh, lace up the skates and, you know, do some shootouts and some practice in there for you. We'd be happy to volunteer and help you out there. So, Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm... I'm always looking for people, but um, <laughs> honestly, I can, do, I can uh, practice my one timers. I can yeah, practice my one timers. Don't say no just yet, Jake. Yeah, Don't say I'm no glad, just yet. Yeah, I'm glad you're taking it under advisement. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tougher to get people on the ice than you think when it's 35 degrees and sunny outside. So uh, <laughs> it's, exactly. Uh, well, we'll uh, get our new junior A boys out and help you whip you into shape. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rogers, no, hopefully, Rogers, uh, hopefully. Rogers brought a great group of guys together there, young lads, and went came yeah. to the draft uh, quite well. So, you know, maybe there's an opportunity there too. I don't know what your contract obligations are if you're allowed to do things like that, but kind of elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I don't. There's no real obligations or things that you can or can't do. It's, it's more or less just trying to keep yourself in the best shape as possible, and. um you know, with this July 10th tentative date for training camp for us, I'll uh, probably be heading back here fairly soon. So, um, gotta, gotta hit the road and drive back. So, oh, yes. um, but yeah, that junior A team is obviously Rogers, my uncle, and hopefully they can get back to their season. Uh, and all, and all hockey at it is just, just not junior A. Hopefully, hopefully we can get through this and, and find ways to get kids back in sports and, you know, it's uh, it's important. And I know some people might not think it is, but I really think it is and keeps kids Very. going. So hopefully, hopefully everyone can get back into, into the swing of things here in the next little bit.